0: Hello and welcome to the St James Podcast. Thanks for taking these few minutes out of your week to hear and dwell with some words from our Gospels. As we in Ontario endure our most dire time of pandemic to date, we pray particularly this week for those who are on the front lines of caring for the sick. For paramedics, doctors and nurses. May God grant them wisdom, strength, times to rest, perseverance and protection. And we pray too for those who are trying to guide us through this time, for public health experts and all those in the many levels of our government, that God may give them humility to serve people and guide us to create communities of care and support during this time when there is fear for so many. Amen. I also just want to take a moment before we begin today to encourage you to do something each day to tend to your own emotional, mental and spiritual health. Be that connecting with friends, taking time for reading, meditation and prayer, getting some sunshine and fresh air, although on the day that I record this we've just had a lot of snow. And when you can, supporting others as you're able to do so. Even a smile can go a long way to comfort and reassure people. Today's Bible reading is from the Gospel of St. John and this week falls uh, here as we mark Good Shepherd Sunday or Vocation Sunday. And as we listen to these words I invite you to find some still space, just to let them take root in you so you can really hear what's being said and let words stand out to you. And if you're able to follow along in your own Bible. We're turning right now to the Gospel of St. John, chapter 10, verses 11 to 18. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. The wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. Back in the first centuries of our faith, Christianity emerged in a polytheistic world where many gods were acknowledged and worshipped. This was largely the product of the merger of Greek and Roman cultures and many religions. Temples and statues abounded. And while Christianity was persecuted, many followers lived in fear, and yet continued to gather to worship, sometimes in secret places like underground in the catacombs, or rather the tombs in the outskirts of Rome. And to inspire their worship, they turned to the images of Christ and God that they found in Scripture. But unable to create iconography of their own because it would give them away in a society where their practice was illegal, they borrowed from what was already around them. Which is why Hermes, the Greek messenger of the gods, was often turned to as an image by the early Christians. Hermes was also known as the one who carried souls into the afterlife. He's often depicted as a young man with a sheep over his shoulders and it was easy to see in the statues of Hermes the image of Christ, the Good Shepherd, and conveniently it meant that should they be discovered at prayer, the statue would be one that would be seen as a legal religion. I find it striking being a 21st century Christian, where for centuries our faith has been dominated by very particular and specific images of Christ, primarily Christ Pantocrata, or the Crucified, or the Risen Christ that my early ancestors in faith were shaped by a markedly different image, particularly Christ as shepherd. Shepherds were well known in the ancient Near East, well cited, uh, where life was lived so much closer to the land and to its rhythms and its creatures. In the time of Jesus, the hills were not private land, and flocks and their shepherds drifted over them, seeking shelter and nourishment. And as they went they maintained low stone circles with only one opening, so that at night they could usher their flocks into the circle, lay themselves across the opening, literally becoming the gate to the sheepfold, the protector from predators and thieves who might come in the night. In the day, shepherds would guide their flocks using a rod and staff, words we know well from Psalm 23, which is simply sticks that could push or pull or quack sheep and the flock in the right direction the flock had to be kept together and the shepherd had to move them to green pastures for food or to still waters for refreshment and the shepherd was always leading from behind so that he could see them all and because of his position behind and because of the height of the sheep of course who were always looking down looking for food they wouldn't have known his face but rather the voice of the shepherd And so it is with that image in mind, it's powerful to go and read the famous Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, because doing so helps us feel afresh the sense of Christ watching over us, looking out for us, guiding, protecting, and present with us even if we are unable to see him. So powerful an image is the shepherd that no wonder that Jesus will include this image as one of the seven I am sayings that we hear in the Gospel of St John. These are powerful images of the way Christ is presented to us. I am the light of the world, the bread of life, the door, the resurrection and the life, the way, the truth and the life, and the true vine. So Jesus is the Good Shepherd, an image perhaps that it would bless us to return to in these days when we so need guidance and protection and to be kept together as we pass through the valley of the shadow of death. It's surely part of our good news as Christians that our shepherd isn't like a political leader who is supposed to shepherd a nation or province through a difficult time but eventually is always undermined by the, by the dynamic of political power. Rather this is a shepherd who will lay down even his life for the sheep. Power is sacrificed for the love, the life and the good of others. I think it's both a comfort to spend time with the one who is always present to us, who is there at our birth and will shepherd us through life to our death and beyond it to resurrection, but also knowing that we have the choice to stay close to our shepherd in difficult times or or to wander off. One choice the Bible would depict as being shaped by love, love for others, the ones that we live with and weather the storm with sheep alongside whom we share the fold. The choice, however, might be informed by temptation, or self centeredness or a love of power, or our modern preoccupation with the individual rights over our responsibility to our community, which keeps us connected and ensures the well-being of all. To be honest, as we go through this seeming endless time of pandemic and its stresses, Turning to the knowledge and image of a good shepherd has given me more strength and comfort, even in Eastertide, than the resurrection images. I know that the resurrection is where the shepherd is leading us, but right now it's good to know that the shepherd is with us on the way as well. Let us pray. Good shepherd of your sheep, keep us close to you and to one another in mutual love and care. Protect those who are most at risk and guide those who seek to shepherd others. And bring us all, at last, to the joy of unity in your resurrection hope for all the world. Amen. Thanks for joining me today. Go safely and God bless you.